one of the things I was thinking about is, and this comes down to my beliefs on living a life that makes you happy, is embracing the positive of what's going on and appreciating the gratitude in the situation. Now, it still sucked. It sucked. But if we hadn't found some sort of gratitude and appreciation for the things that were going right during that time, I don't know if we would have made it through. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Ready. Ready? And go. Ready, aim, fire. You guys? Why is your hand up? We've gone viral. We've gone viral, guys. <laughs> what does that even mean these days? <laughs> your TikTok. It's not a TikTok. It's a real. A real. It's a real. <laughs> awesome. I'm pretty sure we're, we're insta-famous now. Yeah, we have over 100,000 views. Amazing. By the time this drops in a week... We could have like 200,000. A million. Okay, but didn't you also <laughs> tell me it has 1,700 likes? Yeah. Yeah, because people don't like reels. They just view them. How, yeah, I people like reels. Just, yeah, well, you and, you and Sarah. I, Sarah. I mean, I heart them if I like them. Sarah heart. likes every single one, even if she doesn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Penny was telling me this. Because I was going to say, if you've had 100,000 views and only 1,700 likes... Yeah, the percentage. It means you actually great. really suck. The thing, no, 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 no. It means tons of people have watched keep, it. They just all hate it. They don't keep <laughs> showing it to people unless they watch the whole thing. That's how they gauge because they mm. want to keep people on there for long as possible. So if people are watching the whole thing, then they keep showing it to people, and that's what you want. Now tell us how to do it with something that actually benefits us. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie. I thought your reel was touch- kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> I agree. But what, what get would into you want to make it? I don't know, but I thought that was gonna be like some big finish. It was just you guys like this was your Christmas one where you wrapped. Uh-huh. Yep. Like you hid the the Christmas presents and just said every year we do something unique mm-hmm. and wrapped. It's very yeah, Steve. You're making Steve. it really boring. Come on! Oh, I keep hitting the wrong button on my phone. Sorry, guys. All right, put the phones away. Just trying to hit the right button. Hit the wrong button. A couple of times. A few times. <laughs> Struggle is real. All right. All right. Story what, are, time? what are we struggling with this anybody, week, guys? Anybody have stories? I'm struggling getting out of bed right now. It's weird. I think it's because it's dark so much of the day. That's what I'm struggling with. I feel so much better, though, just having winter solstice behind us. You were saying this has been your best winter in a while. It has. What do you think is the difference? He's he's got a new job. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. I think it is. (laughs) Yeah, the change in... I just, I have, I just threw myself into this job and just kind of said, okay, I just knew until Christmas it was just going to be all work. Going to do it. And then it just flew by. And it got me through winter solstice, and honestly, I've enjoyed the job, and... That's at least part of it. You know, winter solstice is our anniversary. Is that why you dread it? <laughs> you mean your divorcery? 
No, it's it, the solstice itself is actually our anniversary. Our wedding night was the longest night of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> That's weird. It's actually a rough night. Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, but remind us. Well, maybe we should go I'm into this again. <laughs> I thought it was fine, but I did wake up to Steve journaling on his computer in a secret file that he never let me read. And I was like, oh, crap. What is going on? He's I journaling in the secret file I just ruined our marriage by ruining our wedding night. I wish I could Winter go back solstice. and find that file. I wish you could, too. I, I, I have always wanted to read that. I don't even know what I wrote. What just, did where would this Steve file be? Write? It was on his computer's laptop. Yeah, like three laptops ago. It's the same laptop three. where you find the... Probably like ten. Ten <laughs> laptops ago. Was what? Was it the where same I laptop? The porn? Yeah. I don't know. Might have been. That was in a secret file, too. <laughs> <laughs> I found that secret file. <laughs> I didn't to... find the file, actually. Just started popping up pornography. Ding, ding, ding. I really wish we could know. But I honestly want to know why it was such a hard night for you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> we had sex. It wasn't amazing. But it was the first time for both of us. So it was like, what the heck are we doing? He can't tell me. <laughs> He's worried I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> the look of, should That's I really okay. tell her? It's or okay. No? You don't have to say Are we it. in a spot yet to I'm... tell her? <laughs> <laughs> With her husband sitting right next to her? Who's <laughs> <laughs> just... also your boss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, Word remember it why it was a... No. Oh. I'm trying to, like, remember why it was a... We have issues remembering things. This is things. funny. I mean, I mean, you don't really remember why it wasn't. I remember the sentiment. I remember. Yes, you remember like, the sentiment, but you don't. And just feeling like it had not gone as I had anticipated. You know, I think that's. Pretty... We kind of had the same experience when we got married, Jess. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I think I went yeah. off and wrote in a secret file of <laughs> what was going on that day for me. Did you really? Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you journal somewhere about it though? No. No. Because you had In a lot of mind. crap come up that day, too, which was obvious. But going back to Steve and I, <laughs> um, I think that I is a pretty normal experience for a lot of couples on their wedding night. I think so, too. Especially yeah. freaking Mormons. Yeah. Or people who don't have sex until they get married. That's not just Mormons. Yeah. 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 You have a lot of expectation of, oh, it's just going to okay. magically happen. How, and how, it doesn't. How much did we talk about this? Before? I don't think we talked about it a whole lot. <laughs> oh, well, let's get into it. Because one thing We're I here, do so remember. I feel like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I was totally freaked out by your penis. Yes. Yes. You didn't know what a boner looked like. No. I had <laughs> never seen a man naked. I had never seen a penis. Not we even, did talk not about even this your part pops. because somebody, I remember people yeah. reaching out to me and being like. Not even your dad. You not, never saw no, your dad naked. No, my dad is very modest. He's loosened up a little bit since you've known him. Okay. And he's more loose with. He'll swim naked in your pool now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but see, I didn't see him naked in the pool. Like he wouldn't do it if he right, didn't know right. he wouldn't be seen. And so he just doesn't. And so I'm a little bit glad that Penny has seen you naked. To the extent that she will remember it. <laughs> like. I think it's healthy. I think so, too. I like, think it's super healthy because I went into that totally freaked out. 
I wasn't freaked out the second time around. It, it dangles a little bit. <laughs> dangles. She literally just sticks straight out. That's like that literally all what the she time. said. It just sticks straight up like that <laughs> all the time, all the time. <laughs> wow, wow is right. Okay, you guys. What would you think? I was knew. Gonna- I knew it was just totally different. Like actually seeing it there. All the time like that. We're on our honeymoon. Steve, had you ever seen a vagina before? Yeah, this is a good question. <laughs> I don't know, but that is a good question. <laughs> like, what did you think of the vagina? <laughs> what did you think about boobs? What did you think about boobs? <laughs> <laughs> you seemed to enjoy them when we were married, but I don't really know. Like... I know you, From what I you didn't enjoy them as much as Matt enjoys them now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You're not gonna make me feel bad. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't bad. I don't remember. I don't remember your boobs. <laughs> you know what's funny is I don't really remember our sex life. I remember things that led up to us having sex, but I don't actually remember the sex. So you just and- remember the foreplay. Yeah, and I remember we had sex. <laughs> it's not even that I remember the foreplay, but it's like I remember things like the time I showed up dressed super slutty at the front door after I'd been out doing something and like knocked on the front door and I was like dressed all sexy and you open the door and you're like, what the crap, get in the house, get in the house. <laughs> when was this? And it where? was in Colorado Springs in our second house. Okay. So we were in Which an apartment. Door? It was like door number a, two it was, or door number one? <laughs> it was like a fourplex. So I remember doing things like that. I remember having sex on a regular basis. And I remember... I mean, at the fourplex, I'd understand why he'd want you to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, it was super funny. Three other neighbors. Yeah. But <laughs> really that's why close. I did it was to like mess with him. <laughs> I remember things like that. I don't remember the actual sex. Cool. Steve's trying to... Steve does. <laughs> Steve does. Parts of it. <laughs> I, t- I t- Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so it was obvious on mine and Matt's honeymoon that we had both had sex before. It was yeah, definitely we're like professionals. professionals. <laughs> There's still a learning curve of getting to know each other and like what the other one likes and different things and all of that. But yeah, it's definitely a different experience. Yeah. But also by the end of my honeymoon, he wasn't really talking to me anymore. So there's that. At least you and I continued to talk and Matt and I didn't. I was just trying to rest. Just trying to rest. Yeah. 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 I feel like I saved a bunch. Whenever I was getting rid of a computer, I would save all those those files to that. Yeah, you would. Yeah. To external that hard, hard drive. External hard drive. I, if I still have that somewhere. I'm sure you do. It's probably in your garage somewhere. Probably it's is. probably in the garage. Back behind the washer and dryer. I never be seen Okay, if you find this journal entry, <laughs> oh I want gosh. you to read it. You don't have to tell. I really want to read it, but you don't have to let me read it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to be better people. We should probably read it. It's not because I'm <laughs> It's purely that I am so interested in what, what you, you wrote? put in that. Can I read it first? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to look for it now. Oh, dang it, Steve. He's going to find it and not tell us. Yeah. And that's okay. It's his journal. It's okay. It's your journal. Yeah, you don't like have my to journal is my me. journal. You don't have a journal. Yes, I do. Kind of. You kind of have a journal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How did we get on this topic? I don't know. 
Longest um, night of the year. Winter Longest winter solstice. <laughs> That's Matt, what we talked about. Matt having a hard time getting out of bed. That's how. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Matt, why are you having a hard time getting out of bed? Let's backtrack. I don't know. I think my body's just trying to catch up on all of the... Uh, Six months of... Like, go, go, go. Go, go, go. Yeah. Of getting up at like five in the morning and... I think that's exactly what it is, that you're trying to recoup emotionally and physically from the last six months. Yeah. And you don't have like a chunk of time where you can just leave and go do that. And so you're having to do it in a slow manner. <laughs> Sleeping a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I noticed a huge difference in you recording last week and this week since you've been home from your trip. Like you're definitely feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it was a good yeah, it was to the point yeah, where recharged. I was like, I want to go on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do what Steve did. I need some of that. You do. You do. Yeah, I know. Sometime soon. <laughs> I'm copying your trip. <laughs> I'm now going down to Arizona with my sister-in-law and we are well, I'll tell you all, staying... the, all the good spots. I don't know that we're going. She wants to do a couple of the hikes you did. We mm. want to go hiking and running. But other than that, we are not leaving the Airbnb, I don't think. We're just going to sit by the pool at the Airbnb and order food. Sweet. Good plan. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to be careful, but still take some us time. Careful with COVID. So, yeah. So, thanks for inspiring us, Steve. Now we got to get Matt on a trip to uh, Delax. My niece calls it relaxing, not relaxing. So that's become the new word. Yeah, everybody's going to Mexico, so maybe I'll just go there. I'm going with you. <laughs> uh, anything what do you got? Else? Yeah, Steve's got nothing. There's one other thing that I have thought about. That's a question we get a lot. That I'm trying to decide if we should kind of segue into that right now, or what is actually on the agenda. Yeah, let's hear it. So, and it has to do with getting married. That's the only reason I thought of it right now is, so during like this time that we're talking about, I have a journal entry because I've been reading my journals. This time then. that you were talking about, what are you talking so about? So when we've been in the thick of Matt's court case and the domestic violence charges and all of this, okay. I was at the temple one day and I found in my bag that I take to the temple, I had the letter that tells me that Steve's and mine ceiling in the temple is canceled. So our marriage in the temple is canceled. And I wrote about that. And it was interesting because I remember going to the temple when you and I were first married, Matt, and feeling like, and we've kind of talked about this, like feeling like I wasn't sure I wanted to be sealed to you for time and eternity because we were such a mess. <laughs> and like this feeling of oh my gosh, this used to bring me so much joy being here and knowing that I was going to be sealed to my spouse forever. And now I'm like torn and conflicted about it. And now there's like no doubt in my mind. And oh, thank you. Thank all you. of that joy that. is back. That, yeah, that makes <laughs> I want to make better. that clear that that came back very quickly. And in this journal entry, I expressed that, yeah. that I was at the temple and I was like, I am so glad that I feel this again, that I feel this joy of being sealed to my spouse and that I have no doubt that I want to be with him. But in that, it's interesting because I mentioned in there that I can't imagine really my life without Steve anymore either because he's a part of my family. Totally different relationship. Make that clear. And I think you all know that, but I want to always make sure that's clear. But people ask me all the time, like, well, and you've been asked this too. Me, Matt. Matt. 
about, well, what does this mean about your kids being sealed to you? Like you got this canceled. And so now doesn't that cancel the ceiling to your daughter and all of these things? And I'm like, I just feel like. Why am I going to overthink this? Yeah. Why? I honestly believe Steve's going to be there with me wherever the afterlife is, whatever that looks like. That if we're promised that it's going to bring us joy, then my loved ones are going to be there with me. And it doesn't matter if we got divorced or not. Like, I, I Penny's truly, still part of my life. I truly believe that that a couple of the things that we will take to the afterlife are our relationships, one. Yeah. And two is our integrity. You know? Yeah. And, but the biggest thing for me is, like, I truly believe that wherever our relationships are, with that other individual, like we're going to be taking that into the afterlife as well. Yeah. So anyways, that's where I'm at. Do you have any thoughts on this, Steve? Yeah. Steve's like, well, no, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I want to hear, I want to hear like what you're thinking. Like you're real. I am absolutely whatever, whatever it is after this. Yeah. I'm going to be with Penny. Yeah. Like, no way in heck is like, yeah, I, I just don't believe for a minute that there's going to be some barrier between me and my daughter and the people in her life and my life just because I chose a different path that isn't going to, you know, I just, I can't believe that. There's just no part of me that believes that I will be separated from my daughter because I chose not to stay in a church or stay on a certain path. Right. Yeah. And I agree. I feel like if that, relationship like Matt's saying is nurtured and taken care of and it's a healthy relationship like you're saying like one that you want and respect and love then I don't see how that could really be taken from you and all of the dynamics of things like people get hung up on these little technicalities technicalities and I'm like we don't begin to understand what it's going to look like after we die like how could we like we might have a general broad understanding of this but I don't think we know even a fraction of what we think we know. So Yeah, I try not to think too much about the details. It's like the internet. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just had things, to throw that in there for two you guys. That cannot be <laughs> Explained. comprehended. It can't. In the my and the internet. <laughs> in my brain, neither one of those things make sense. So <laughs> keep it simple, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly how I feel. I'm like, there are things that I don't need to know how it works. It just works. And I'm grateful for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In different uh, levels. I don't really compare like the internet boner. to the gospel. Like a, that's what I was going to say. Like a boner sticking straight up. <laughs> how does it do that? <laughs> don't worry about the details. I do understand some of the details behind boners, but it's still like <laughs> nuts to me. <laughs> Good one, Jess. Good one. We were walking out of my mom's house today. I was picking Penny up from my mom's, and my mom goes, Penny, did you see my balls? And Penny, like, looks at me like she's going to die laughing. I was like, oh, gosh. What, is she, what was she referring to? She had these glass balls that were hanging in her tree, and the squirrels <laughs> chewed through the strings, and they fell on the ground. <laughs> They dropped, guys. The, the ball balls dropped. <laughs> maybe this isn't a great episode to listen to when there's kids around. Just saying. Or I mean, maybe I it's think a good segue episode... into other conversations <laughs> yeah. that you can have with your children. Yes, exactly. You're welcome. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's what we're here for. Honestly, that is a lot of the feedback we get is that it opens up conversations. (laughs) We thought we'd never have. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe this is a segue to a conversation for you to have with your children or your spouse or your partner or whoever. Or not. Or Or your future partner. (laughs) Maybe these aren't conversations people need to have. Oh my goodness. Okay. What's next? So the topic that we were actually going to talk about today is is things that we wished we had known before we got into a situation or what we wish we had done so that other people can prepare themselves or at least be proactive to the possibility that shit might hit the fan at some point. Okay, number one. What's, so, wait, wait, wait. What scenario? So I'm talking about me and Matt with this whole thing with okay. Anne and all of this drama. The scenario of the false accusation and... Yeah. Yeah. And going to court and Kids all of those things. and... Yes. Okay. All of it. Potential alterations to custody agreement. Things that going back, we would have done more of or been better at. And things to get you through when you're in that situation. Yeah. So. Number one, stick to the custody agreement schedule to a T. Yes. And if changes need to be made, make them in the court, like go through the process of having them changed correctly. Yeah. Don't switch it until that is done. Yeah. Take the two weeks to do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. So, and along with that, I put down documenting. Like get documentation. Yeah. There are some amazing co-parenting apps out there that you can get that you can document everything in. They're super cool. And and down to the fact that you can arrange your finances with each other through these apps. So I really recommend that you go find one of those and start documenting because that will make it easy to document. It'll all be I don't understand. So if they don't show up to pick up a kid, if they change the schedule at the last minute, if there is, if your kids tell you something that happened at the other house that really isn't okay, but not enough to like take them to court or get but the something kids, worth noting. Yes. Yeah. Put it down. With a date and a time. Um, okay. Yes. Date and a time. Pictures if you can. Whatever. If pictures are needed. You know, like all of those things. You, It's against the law, at least in Idaho, to record conversations with, with your, your kids yeah. that they don't know about. If they know about it. But with even that, yes. Yes. Okay. So it's legal if it's an adult, you can record without them knowing. But if it's a child, you can't. Yeah, That's minor, weird. you can't. It is weird, but it comes in helpful. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Record things, record pickups and drop-offs, different things. If you feel like things are escalating, record all of those things. Like, yeah. I really feel strongly that from the get-go, if you are in a high-conflict situation or something that you feel is escalating, start documenting, get an app, and just put it all in one place because it'll well, make it easy. There was a time where the two of you, Matt, you and Ann, didn't even, you wouldn't even speak. You would only oh, yeah. text or email, right? So that you only had a email, real rec- yeah. record. Yeah. We still try to keep to that as much as possible. Yeah. I try to keep it to an email as much as possible. But what I have done is I, I have an app on my phone that will save all of her text messages and my text mm. together. You also at one point had an app on your phone that would record calls. Correct. So you can record when an incoming or you just could, when you a could call You could designate comes a phone number that it would trigger the app to say, anytime this phone number came in, start recording the conversation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We used that okay. for a while. 
What else? So there's lots of things like that that I really recommend people do. And also from the get-go, establish boundaries. Like if things aren't feeling comfortable or okay to you, put boundaries in place. It's okay. And in fact, like people might throw you under the bus saying it's not right for the kids. You're not putting the kids first, blah, 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 whatever. You are. By protecting yourself, you are protecting your kids and you're keeping them out of the drama. The less drama, even if you're not talking to each other, if it takes down the amount of drama or arguing or fighting, that's healthier than having the kids watch you guys fight. Right. So that's huge. What else? I find it interesting. Like if you think about if you drive a car, you legally have to have proof of insurance if you're driving the car, right? Yeah. And so like where I'm going with that is that here we have guidelines laid out by law through a judge of the guidelines that the judge has said, hey, you need to follow and you need to go through these guidelines as a T. Like this is your insurance for the amount of time that you're going to be having with your kids. And it's very limited. Like it's going by so quick. So fast. But this is this is your insurance. Like this is your insurance ensuring you that you will have the time allotted to you for your time with the children. And so don't take it lightly. Anyways. Yeah. And that's I, that's obviously like and I think about you, Steve and Jessica's relationship. Like you guys are pretty relaxed on your custody agreement. But here's the difference. Like you guys both 100% trust each other. Yeah. Right? Whereas this is this is me going to complete opposite situation yep. of saying, hey, this is what I wish everything that I did. Yeah. Now, there is a happy medium there, right? Oh, yeah. for sure. And so. And, we anyways. do have the two extremes here. Right. <laughs> we have complete extremes. Right. So, and that's what I'm saying is. Maybe I better start doing this stuff. Stop it. Just in case it goes <laughs> south with you, Jessica. <laughs> Steven. Yeah. I'm recording this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We are? Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. <laughs> Jessica and Matt and I only speak to each other through microphones and... Yeah. Recorded apparatuses. Still at work all day, you guys. Yeah, it's up to work. Yeah. Oh, By man. the way, funny... There are just lots of funny things about our relationship, but one of them is that I go to the warehouse today, Matt walks in... Hands me my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica made me a chicken pot pie. Yeah. I sent you leftovers from dinner last night. Jessica made me a chicken pot pie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would and take my it boss that brought way. it to me. Yep. <laughs> I texted him last night after dinner. I was like, hey, you want some homemade chicken pot pie for lunch? It was good. It was delicious. <laughs> it's yummy, huh? Yeah. I made up most recipe. I was pretty proud huh. of myself. Okay, another weird tidbit. <laughs> That picture, one of the podcast pictures of the three of us where we're like walking, the two of you are holding hands, (laughs) we're walking down the green belt. That somehow ended up being the screensaver on all of the work computers for a week. (laughs) Yeah. That was weird. When all of our staff, who most of which don't know... Right. Our we relationship. Have, uh, the, we, the Matt and I have ties outside <laughs> yeah, of work. So now they see now this they see. threesome picture. And yeah. It's like, what the? <laughs> the three of us walking down the green belt together, Matt and Jessica. Oh, now hands, she finally me, gets like, and understands why it's so like It was really awkward. Yeah. And she laughs it up. I changed it as soon as you told me to. It still took forever to change on that end. And we had to I just know, like so. <laughs> reset the computer. 
Oh, man. Did you turn it off? Turn it back on? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Weirdness. Okay. So, back to what we were talking about. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leading up to all of this, like, the relationship for our kids was super hard, even before the accusation of the domestic violence. Like, there was just so much going on, and they were put in the middle so often and I'm speaking for me at this point and how I feel about this and I'll ask Matt how he feels. But since we have put in place like all of these strict boundaries and sticking so strictly to the custody schedule and only responding through email, pick up and drop off is now at a church like and people don't get out of their cars. Anyways, we'll get more into that. Not but supposed to. Yeah. So all of these boundaries have been put in place by us and by the courts. It's so much easier on the kids. Right. Because they know what to expect. They know what to expect. They're not, they don't have to worry about mom and dad getting in an argument. Has it happened a few times since then? Of course. But they have a pretty general idea of what's going to happen. And so it makes it so much easier. Mm. So even if it's not what you had envisioned and not what you want for your co-parenting relationship, it really does make a huge difference. You agree? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you cannot agree it's okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so one of the other things that I was thinking about is I was like, how in the heck did we make it through this? I have no idea. <laughs> how long ago was this? How long ago? Mm. How long ago? So <laughs> how long ago? Mm. Thank you for clarifying the question. <laughs> how long ago? <laughs> so this happened five years ago. Okay. Five and a half. It resolved five years ago in February. Yes. <laughs> Matt, you're not on the stand. Matt's having flashbacks to when yeah. he's on the stand. The interesting thing about that, when you are on a stand at any time, you do have to say the words very clearly in the affirmative or the negative. Yeah. So like, eh. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because I remember during... When my attorney was cross-examining Anne, she was doing the mm-hmm, and the judge said, ma'am, you can't say that. And she kept doing it, and the judge was like, no, you have to respond yes or no. Hmm. Anyways. Interesting. Makes sense. I think next episode we're going to get more into uh, your actual time in the court. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's Matlock or something. Can and we... like the resolution of all of this. Yes. Steve. What, Steve? So can we reenact? <laughs> but that probably no. wouldn't be very. No, that's not fun. <laughs> no. So, but one of the things I was thinking about is, and this comes down to my beliefs on living a life that makes you happy, is embracing the positive of what's going on and appreciating the gratitude in the situation. Now, it still sucked. It sucked. But if we hadn't found some sort of gratitude and appreciation for the things that were going right during that time, I don't know if we would have made it through. What was the positive? The positives of that? Yeah. You and I oh, yeah. we, came closer we grew together. Closer together. That was the biggest positive. <laughs> that was one of the bigger ones. <laughs> I'm just kidding right now. <laughs> <laughs> we had friends and family that were there to back us up. Yeah. That had our backs 100% of the time. Yep. 
we were blessed to have financial means, which we understand a lot of people do not have that blessing when they go through something like this. And hopefully, if you don't, you have resources that you can utilize to help you. We had Steve. I counted that in friends and family, but I thought we should acknowledge that as well. So That's I, me. I, and I'm not talking about being like, <laughs> what do they call it? Toxic positivity or whatever is like right. a big thing right now. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about finding gratitude and the positive when you can. Right. And that's appreciating what you do have instead of focusing on what is out of your control and what you don't have. Yeah. Biggest thing is I was grateful for the support system that we had around us. For sure. And that was huge. Yeah. Not only for us, but also I think it was very consoling for our kids. I agree. Yep. To know that there was a support system around our whole family. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yep. So. That's what probably was the main thing that got us through all that. Yeah. Just recognizing that and leaning on people for support and letting them help. Absolutely. I was thinking about this this year. At Christmas time, I usually, I am a giver. I like doing things for people. I like showing up for people. And this year it was, for some reason, (laughs) so overwhelming for me. What? Jessica gave me as many Christmas presents as she gave Penny. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. But Steve did get more Christmas presents than usual. Let me me rephrase that. Jessica gave me as many Christmas presents as I gave Penny. When we were opening Christmas presents, when Penny and I did our early Christmas, then you had sent a bunch of presents home. We Uh were opening presents like one and one and one and one, and we finished at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to be at our house. So I wanted you to wanted feel to like you had. Fair. No, I wanted you to feel like you had gifts and you were welcome there and whatever. Which I very much appreciate. Yeah. They're all great gifts too. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Matt has no idea what any of them were. I have no idea what they were. One of them didn't come. I was ticked. Well, give it to me later. No, I, I canceled it because I was ticked. It hadn't even Re- shipped and I reordered it. it in November. Oh, you didn't give it to him for your divorcery? No. <laughs> but it was like I didn't have the emotional capacity to reach out beyond our family this year. Like I just right. felt like I can do these things for my family and make this a memorable Christmas for my family. And maybe that's just what we needed. It's obviously what I needed. And so that's what I did. And I, I, like- I fought it. So hard. I kept putting gifts out for people to take to them. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Like, I just don't have the emotional space to go to it. And we delivered a few, right. but not like we usually do. And you, you, you guys, had, you this had year. gifts for the mailman and the delivery That man. was easy. I said it <laughs> on my front She didn't have to leave the porch. house. I didn't have to leave the house. What it comes down to is she didn't want to leave the house too far. Well, she didn't want to go further than five miles away from the house. Pretty much. Well, I feel like this was probably a 2020 thing. Am I right? Well, and it was just my year for this. And you know what, though? I I received so much this year. Like, I just, and I accepted that. It's like, you know what? Maybe this is just my year. To receive. <laughs> to, to receive things, yeah. <laughs> and it really touched my heart and made Christmas for me a big deal. Like, these people that I was not not expecting anything from or that you know, randomly showed up at our door with little gifts. Nothing yeah. huge, but it w- meant a lot to me. <laughs> I remember me. there was one night where it's like the doorbell just kept going off. And yeah. Like, what the heck? It was not. What the heck? And it like started. Why? When- Who's this? Yeah. Nobody knocks. 
<laughs> Anyways. Also, isn't it weird when someone knocks your door these days without texting yes! you first? Like, who is here? Yeah. And why are they coming to my door? And why didn't you text me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You heathen, you knocked my door without advance notice? <laughs> <laughs> and how I want to, like, bring that back to this is you're going to be in those seasons where you just have to open up your heart to the people allowing people to show up for you. Like just accept that there are those seasons and that it's just important for these people to give back to you and to be there for you as it is for you to keep showing up for them. I will say this about this last holiday season. This last holiday season has been so relaxing for me, meaning the actual days of Christmas, the actual days of Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve and New Year's. Because you didn't have big plans. I didn't have big plans. I wasn't expected to go anywhere. There were no expectations. There was no expectations to do anything. And so it was so simple and relaxing. And Mm. that's what was the biggest memory for me is that I didn't, there was no expectations for me to go to anybody's house. And anyways. And I also feel like that's something to take away when you're in the thick of something and life is hard. Simplify. Like, step back a few steps. Give yourself a pass from the stuff that doesn't matter. Like Yes, from the things that feel too hard in that moment for that year. You can show up next year. You can show up next week. You can show up whenever. But allow yourself to simplify in those moments. Yep. Yeah. Okay, this has nothing to do with anything. Neither does anything in this episode. (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) It all tied together beautifully, Steve. Like 10 different topics. Except the introduction about our honeymoons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm muting you. (laughs) I was at the grocery store today. I ran in. I never go to the grocery store. And I ran in to get my mom something because she's like, oh, I just have wanted this. And then I was like, okay, she's watching Penny today. I'll swing by and pick this up for her and make sure she's got it. And as I'm leaving... Our neighbors are walking into the grocery store. Our 101-year-old neighbor with his- 102. 102 with his little wife who's like- 97. 97. And they're holding hands and walking- 199 years between the two of them. (laughs) And walking into the grocery store together. And for some reason, I was just like, this is the cutest, sweetest thing ever. Did you take a picture with them? I almost (laughs) took a picture. I was in the car. I wanted to video them. It's like, look at how cute they are <laughs> going out to the grocery store together. He's still driving to the grocery store at 102. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyways. He that's goes a happy golfing note. every Monday <laughs> when the weather permits. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. So there you go. There are lots of uh, happy thoughts mixed in and tips and randomness for you this week. <laughs> if you want help on learning how to set your boundaries, <laughs> go to sign up for my live lesson tomorrow night or the one next week. There will Offense. be one for you. And it's free. And if you've never seen a boner, look one up before your wedding <laughs> night. <laughs> but beware, you're going to see a lot of porn. Oh, That's the gosh. other thing is I'm like, I can't just go type this in on the internet. <laughs> Why I not? Could I could, but I didn't want to see all of that. I didn't want to see, like, tons of I just wanted boners. to see one of them. I didn't want to see <laughs> Show me one boner picture. Enter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't think it even crossed my mind. <laughs> Obviously not. But now I know little ways to help prepare my daughter more for when she gets married or before she has sex, whichever comes first. Stop. <laughs> what? 
It's real life. You crossed a line, Jess. <laughs> I'm just talking about educating my kid. Yeah. So that she's more prepared for life. Yeah, but fathers are in the room right now. We don't like to discuss it. <laughs> Which, why is that? I don't know. You'll discuss it with your son. Don't you want your daughter to feel just as prepared and in tr- control of her life? Absolutely. I talk about this stuff with Penny, so I don't know why. I'm... Yeah, you do. You so, and I both have conversations yeah, about sex so. with her and bodily parts and puberty and all of the things. It's an open conversation in both of our houses. So, there you go. All right, let's end this. <laughs> it's been weird. Steve's over it. It's been a fantastic episode today. I, I actually really liked it. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it too. <laughs> Hope you guys did too. I feel like I need to listen see you to next it week. We submit it. And make sure I'm actually bye cool bye. With this. <laughs> Steve's not unsure. Too bad you don't get to listen. Yes, I do. <laughs> see you next week, guys. Hey, everyone, for the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change, our bodies change, things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 